Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. A couple of days ago, I was walking down the street. I had headphones on. I was wearing a hoodie and I was going for a manicure. So I just had some cash and my wallet and my phone inside the pocket of my hoodie in the front pocket. And I'm walking down the street and suddenly this lovely young man uh, stops me and he's like, excuse me, lady, you dropped this. And I turn around and there he is and he he has a $20 bill that fell from my pocket and I walked away and I thought, oh my God, what a nice kid. What a nice young man that found, saw me drop cold, hard cash on the street, watched me walk away and he followed me to give it to me. What a good guy. And as I kept walking, it occurred to me, why did he call me lady? And I started to obsess about why he called me lady. It wasn't miss. It wasn't hi. It was lady. And I was like, I guess I look like a lady to him. I mean, is a lady better than a ma'am? It's a toss up. And then I spent the rest of my walk home thinking about what I would rather have had him call me on the street. I mean, he's certainly not going to be like, I I guess, I don't know what. Miss, maybe. I don't know. Is Miss different than Lady? (laughs) Anyway, it was a good deed that I'm now turning into something about myself, which is horrible. I'm a horrible person. So again, (laughs) this week, my Don't Hate Me will also be my observation. Don't hate me for making this stranger's kind deed about me. But it's also a reminder that people are inherently good. Hey guys, welcome to Social Studies. I'm your host, Jenna Kingsley, and I promise you this is nothing like the social studies you learned in school. Before we begin today's episode, I wanted to give you a quick get involved for the week. My get involved this week, because I have some TV people on, is Clickbait on Netflix. I literally watched it in 24 hours. I couldn't stop. Thank you, Jenny, for recommending it. Um, I couldn't stop myself. I just watched it basically straight through. I wouldn't say it's like Oscar winning. I wouldn't say it's, you know, the acting is you know, the finest acting we've seen, but it certainly twists and turns and you just keep wanting to know what is happening and you can't figure out what's going on. And I love shows like that. So that is my guilty pleasure recommendation for you guys to get involved in. And if you've watched it, please write to me and let me know what you thought of it. Um, Thank you. Really quickly, uh, some of you may notice my voice sounds a little weird. We will get into that laryngitis situation in next week's episode. Thanks to everyone who's been leaving reviews, sharing, writing to me. Uh, I love it all. As you guys know, I am so grateful for all of you listeners. I think you're going to love today's show. So without any further ado, let's introduce today's episode. Guys, I am really honestly so excited for this episode today. I have the Net Chicks on. They have a podcast on Dear Media. It's Natalie Buck and Sarah Gretzky. They are friggin' hilarious. Welcome to the show, ladies. 
Hi. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to be here. It's like our first little swappity swoop. I know. I love it. Chicks. I love it. Let me quickly ask you guys, what are the net chicks? Like what is the net chicks? What does that mean to you? The net chicks. What are the net chicks? Now, like, we were, we were born out of quarantine is really what we were. We were, Natalie was very open about her struggle with mental health. I had just suffered a miscarriage. This was all within the beginning so stages sorry. of quarantine. Thank you. I'm now pregnant, everybody. I'm due literally next week. So. In five minutes. I think she's due I'm next doing- week. And I told her she better give birth live on this Zoom just for strictly for ratings and downloads. Could you imagine? 100%. But Natalie and I just kind of got together and were like, what can we do to um, forget about the world? Mm-hmm. Forget about the drama and the demons and the depression that we're both kind of suffering from? And how can we make people laugh? And we literally, all we would do is text about what shows we were watching. Sarah, swear to God, was the only friend I had that would watch the same stuff that I would. And I remember because Sarah was on Wind Down, another podcast, I was like, oh, you or you're familiar with the podcast world. Like, should we start one? And you know, I don't know if it'll be good or bad. I don't know. But we sat down and like, I swear to God from the first episode, I, this is my problem. I forget that I'm being recorded sometimes. Mm. So when Sarah and I talk and or do face, uh, Facebook lives, Jesus, too much of LuLaRoe or whatever, um, Instagram lives, we, I forget because it's just so natural between us. And I think that that's kind of why people join because we're just very real. We're real in the sense that we talk about what shows we're watching, who would like it, who wouldn't. We don't touch on politics. We don't touch on anything. No real issues. No hard thing. Yeah. I, I don't want to listen to that. No offense. I just... No. That's like our biggest thing that we've always kind of said is that we don't want to talk about anything that's going on. We want to forget the world right. and we want to get lost in our net chicks. Natalie came up with the name. Like I love Netflix, the name. But net I chicks. actually didn't come up with it. It was my boyfriend's friend. Okay. Well, okay, that's oh. news to me. I told you this. I told you this. Yes, he owns the trademark. No. <laughs> he'll like joke and he'll be like, so, uh, and he's a big time lawyer in New York. He's like, so I'm going to come after you one day. I'm like, don't even like say that. That's, like, that's not funny. Please don't. <laughs> I think it's a time we're going through such hell from every direction that it's a time that everyone wants to forget about the world. Right? I mean, when we first started, literally we would get messages daily from people you guys, I haven't seen my sister in eight months. I haven't seen my mom in a year. I haven't seen my best friend. So when I listen to you guys, I feel like I'm with friends. And I think that's why we love our chicklets so much. And they love us is because we were all just like a mess. Yeah, a mess. Still are. I yeah. honestly was, I talk about it all the time. I was not well during yeah. lockdown. Like I was no, I am well. a walking Zoloft ad. Yeah. <laughs> that matter? I don't even know if I like Zoloft. That's another conversation for my therapist next week. I had so, my therapist on my podcast. Okay. No, you did oh, not. Yes, I did. I oh, did. I love that. Wait, I love that she did. She or he? She. Oh, love I just that. love my therapist. I've had her for so long. She's also my dad's therapist and my sister's. Ooh. So, isn't there like rules about that? That's what I you always can't, say. You can't. She's never told me anything, obviously, that my sister or dad tells me. But what I appreciate and love about it. God, she knows everything. Mental health. Yeah, because 
she understands how my sister works. She understands how my dad works. Yeah. So she can then help me. Okay. To, I like it. That's like family therapy kind of. Yeah. And she's also like, she'll tell me, she's like, Natalie, you're being a fucking asshole right now. You need to sit back and take a beat. I'm like, you are right. I she's, love tough love. She's like, so this that would, is I you love that. and this is the world. And it's not just revolving around you. I'm pointing oh, my finger. I'm like, wow. Are you looking for some good, clean positivity? Good. Me neither. I'm Maddie Murphy, and I host The Bad Broadcast, a weekly comedy podcast dedicated to talking about everything we love to hate. I searched my whole life to find my passion. Little did I know I had been practicing my true talent every single day, complaining. Join me every Monday wherever you listen to podcasts, and be sure to follow me on Instagram at The Bad Broadcast to answer our weekly questions and for a chance to be featured on the show. See you there. Okay, now I'm going to just also address something with Sarah really quickly. Sarah, can I just quickly address who your father-in-law is and tell you my story? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Okay, you guys. Sarah's father-in-law, Sarah's name is Sarah Gretzky. Her father-in-law is the great... Wayne Gretzky. I played ice hockey when I was Shut up. When I was a little girl, I was an ice hockey player. Oh my god. And at the time, Wayne Gretzky was Wayne motherfucking Gretzky. <laughs> I had a Wayne Gretzky poster no. over my bed. And I was madly in love with him, which is creepy because I was like a little girl and he was <laughs> a man. So I need to discuss that with my shrink. Um but <laughs> I just had to throw that in and just tell you that Wayne Gretzky was like part of my heartbeat hall of fame when I'm a girl. (laughs) I would love to know. I wish I could see the poster. I wish I had pictures of it, but like, I mean, Wayne Gretzky, have you ever challenged him to like a little game of slapstick or no? So here's the thing. I'm from Texas. So when I met my husband, like I did not, I'd never been to a hockey game. Like I didn't get it. Like I made a joke one time when we were with his dad in Canada. And I was like, being with your dad is like being with a Kardashian. Like, oh, it was an odd joke. And they all were like, yeah, he's dead air. fucking oh. bigger than the Kardashians. Yeah, he's Wayne Gretzky. Like, like, but I was not, I was totally, that world to me was completely new. I still, I'm always joking. Like, I don't understand hockey. I still don't get it. She hates hockey. I think it's kind of boring, to be honest with you. That's like, amazing. That's why he loves, I mean, I'm like, that's why Ty loves me, I think. But I mean, Wayne's the best. He's, he's the absolute, I absolutely adore and love him. But it's always funny to hear stories like that because I forget and like, you saying you played ice hockey. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I've ever, I've skated maybe four times. Obviously, I don't know Wayne as Sarah knows Wayne, but he is so nice. I love that. I picture him to be nice. No, but at their wedding, obviously like a wedding is very stressful, right? For the parents of the groom and the bride, it's just a whole thing, right? I mean, I haven't been in that situation, but I imagine (laughs) it as such. Um, But he's so nice. Like he was just, I said, hi, Mr. Kretzky. Thank you. I'm Natalie. Like my dad kind of knows him and was like, thanks for having us. And he would like talk to me and Bobby, my boyfriend for like 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, okay. I'm like, you can go like enjoy the night. 
He's the best. Okay. So you nice. just had to address it. I love that. Pass it on to Wayne. I, I have got, I'm like, <laughs> I wish Ty was in here. I've got to tell him that because that is very funny. The poster. The poster. Is the poster. Well, because you're from New York, right? I'm from New York. So were you a Rangers fan? Obviously? Yes, I was. Yeah. Yes, I oh, was. That's Ty's favorite memories. Did he play on the Rangers? I used to do my practice in a Ranger jersey. So I love that you played ice hockey. That's so progressive of well, you. Well, you know what? I At the time... There weren't like girls leagues. I played on yeah. a league of 60 boys. Oh my God. I know. You're probably good. You're a badass. I really wasn't. But I was a good skater. I was a good skater. I wish I could skate. I, I wish I could have that. Uh, it's beautiful. When I watch Ty out there, I'm like, you look so Wait, is Ty a so hockey good. player? So he, I mean, not like professionally, but he loves hockey. Okay. Grew up loving it because he was. He's the Guys, first. Ty is her husband. Is my husband. Wayne's son. Who's Wayne's son. He's the second born, but first boy. So Ty grew up going to the rink, going to, I mean, in Ty's like, Ty was like five, six, seven, eight, nine when Wayne played for the Rangers. So Crazy. those are Ty's memories. <laughs> going to lived MSG. in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Where right. did he go to school? Do you know? Um, like, Where do they live? What they is li- his social security number? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> This is just an observation because that's what I like to do on this show. I have so many remote controls in my house. Oh, I don't like that. It is so bad. And by the way, half of them are dead. Half are not synced to the television. So every time I turn on the TV, it's like a very hit or miss. Can I watch it or can I not? Can I just say something? Yeah. It's like my mom just moved into a new home. Like two years ago, not really. My dad just literally moved into a new home. He's got these like these expensive stereo things going in, eight hundred remotes. You guys, I'm talking to you, Jenna. Get an Apple TV. It's one remote. So I have the Roku remote. I'm not talking about Roku. I'm talking about (laughs) Apple TV. Parents love their Roku. Apple TV. Hot take. (laughs) Our listeners always give me shit. Natalie gives me shit. I'm a big iPad girl. I don't go anywhere without my iPad. I cannot watch TV on a little device. I do. It's all I do. I need to be and with the belly been even better in the in the the screen. I can't be like my son can do it. Everything's watching. He watches shows on his phone. I'm like no, no, I can't do the phone. That is a last worst case scenario on a flight. You happen to be able to get the Wi-Fi in the airport. You downloaded something on Netflix, and that is the only time I will. I won't even do that. But I am a iPad all day because I'm with you. The TV, I turn the TV on. I'm like, what just happened? Like, what is this witchcraft? Here's the other thing I'm going to say about television. I only watch shows. This is my channels. All of Netflix, all of Hulu, all of Amazon Prime. Bravo, HBO. Ta-da, that's it. Yeah. I'm actually, you can... This is going to blow some minds. You can maybe leave Netflix off the docket for me. (gasps) Oh, I feel I've, I could never live without Netflix. I don't even care if it's good or not. I just need to be able to watch what everyone's telling me to watch. I just, I don't know. I like HBO and I like Hulu and I can, well, I've got Hulu live. I can watch everything that I want on Hulu live, but I just, I don't know. Like there's nothing no, doesn't call to you. Maybe a baking show oh. every now and then. Okay. I don't know. First of all, I'm very into Netflix documentaries. I'm very into. I'm with you. 
Okay. Lupin. I agree. Did you guys watch Lupin? Oh, my boyfriend watched that. Oh my God. It's amazing. What, is that in French? Yeah. No, that's It's in right? French. Yeah. It's so good. Oh yeah, yeah, God. yeah. No, it he's is obsessed good. with it. It is good. Cobra Kai, Netflix. Did you guys watch Cobra Kai? You, <laughs> you did watch Cobra Kai. I did You were the only person other than my boyfriend that has watched Cobra Kai. No, everyone has watched Cobra Kai. It is the best show. It's literally the guy from, um, what is it? Karate what Kid. The Karate Kid grown up. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's so good. It's so good. But my point is I could live off TV apps. Like I could live off that. My boyfriend is a massive sports fan and all he wants to do is watch sports. He's a huge Rangers fan, by the way, huge hockey fan. A couple months into dating, he decides he's going to, he's like, I can't live like this. He orders like every channel. So now I have every channel. So he's always like, aren't you happy you have all these channels? I'm like, I've not watched regular TV since, since this, ha- I've never used a channel. Like I don't use a channel. The problem with men, and it really particularly comes around football season yeah. because of fantasy, mm. you've got Fox, you've got CBS, you've got NBC, you've got Red Zone. The goddamn Red Zone music that's playing in my apartment. <laughs> I, first of all, how do you focus on that? Red Zone is meshing all of the football games into one for fantasy people. I'm like, this is too much. Can we go back to the days where it's just like one game on Sunday? And I also want to add, apparently golf is on 24 hours a day. Okay. My husband, I was going to say, I'm very lucky because football is not often on our I television. It goes back and forth between the NHL, NHL network, which is always playing old games from like the 50s and yeah. 60s. I'm like, okay. And golf. And golf is on a lot. It's and never not on. on. It is It is on. I mean, you could turn it on at midnight and it is on. So uh, those are, I can't speak on the football issue, but it's a lot of golf and hockey in my house. Golf to me, I don't mind being on. I mean, I don't by any means ever sit down and watch well, it. Well, it's very kind of zen in the background. It's it doesn't zen. It me. reminds me of a Sunday at 4 p.m. when I was 12 and my dad's telling me to go do, do my homework. I don't want to. I had Sunday scary since I was like 10 years old. And there's just... I, all I want to do is just sit on the couch and take a nap and watch golf yeah. with them. Um, I, you <laughs> know what? I'm with you. I can watch TikTok for hours while he watches golf and it's like doesn't even cut into my TikTok time. Same. I was once dating someone and I didn't, I think we both knew like it wasn't right for either of us, but we kept dating because we were watching a show together (laughs) that was only on once a week and we'd like meet up on that day and watch the show. And like when the show is over, so is our relationship. Oh, what was the show? I love that. I hated the undoing. I loved it. I loved it until the end. I didn't like the like who did it. I didn't like that yeah. part. I wanted I, something else. Yeah. I love Nicole Kidman. I've said it a hundred times on our podcast. I've seen enough in the past two years of oh. her starring. You know what you guys, show. you know what you guys said that was hilarious. Actually, you're like, if there was a book, Reese Witherspoon is going to act in the show. That's Reese's hilarious. Book Club, it's, it's, the, <laughs> it's why I didn't watch little Fires everywhere. I didn't watch Little Fires everywhere, but I wanted to. Tell me, please tell me the difference between Big Little Lies and that. (sighs) Did you like Big Little Lies? Loved first season, hated second season. We did not need Meryl Streep. Same. I've shouted to the rooftops. And I love Meryl Streep. 
Me too. I loved the book. I did not like. I did not like the show. Um, I liked the effort because I love a stacked cast. I, I appreciated it, but um, I did not. I was not interested. I was not. It did not. I wasn't interested, and I didn't watch season two. But um, I'm struggling right now with Nine Perfect Strangers. I abandoned it. Sorry, really? sorry, everyone. I have no. It's I've. This is the type of show where usually I'd hate it. I love it. Well, I really just wanted to find out what was in the smoothie. Like, that's why I kept watching it. Because I'm like, what is, what's, why is the smoothie always? <laughs> then don't listen to of- our episode because <laughs> I spoiled it. Okay, I'm not going to listen. So I read the book because I made like a promise to myself. Something we do on our podcast is what we're trying to do more is post a book. Let's all read it before the show comes out oh. because then we, cause it just, it kind of gets everyone reading and then we kind of started me. like, a, not Natalie. Well, that's the thing is Natalie doesn't read it. Yeah. I read it and then we debate. Um, we kind of got a little book club going. We're working on it. I was going to say, that's kind of interesting. There's a book club element. You know, I find it hard to watch something after I've read the book because the book is always better because it's your interpretation of it. Nothing will ever top that. I totally agree. But because we're going into all of these books knowing they're already movies, the cast is out. So it's allowing you to read the book knowing the cast. And just because we're talking Nine Perfect Strangers, I didn't love the book. Um, oh, interesting. I'd probably give the book a, a six or seven out of 10. So that's why I'm kind of excited for the show because it's not... I loved Big Little Lies, 10 out of 10. Yeah. So then when the show came out, I was like, forget it. But in this case, I'm not really, I didn't love the book. So I'm kind of interested to see what they change, where they go. I'm thinking, I'm loving Nicole Kidman. So I, she's the one person I don't buy in the entire show. Is the Russian accent. I'm loving it. I can't it's, take the Russian accent. She looks beautiful again in Ula Johnson dresses. I mean, <sighs> it's the same. It is, we've seen it. We saw it in The Undoing. Somebody no, wants, The Undoing, she was not. She had fashion. Kind of. She had, people went crazy over her undoing outfits, her undoing looks, and I was not into them at all. I wasn't either. I saw some tweet and it was like- It was like two shrink outfit for me. Yes. I saw some tweet and it was like, we are loving the undoing because we are seeing Nicole Kidman walk around Central Park in a $5,000 coat. It's like, yes. That's really funny. That is why people like it. awkward is it in this day and age with the world crumbling to pieces? And I really hate saying that to you, Sarah, since you're about to have a baby. Trust me. When someone says, how are you? Like when they're just like, how are you? Because because here's the thing. It's, you can't be like, oh my God, I'm great. How are you? So there's always this weird, like, uh, you know, like, like apologize for being alive. Do you know what I'm saying? This hits so much harder solely for the fact that I just had this conversation with my husband last night. As we've mentioned, I'm due any day. I'm due any minute. Yeah, and I'm going to deliver the baby. The amount of texts that I'm getting all day long. Hey, how are you feeling? Hey, how are you? You guys, when I have the baby, you will all know. There will be an Instagram post. Mm -hmm. You don't need to, ask, and, and I love my friends and family and I thank them for, for caring. But like my sisters, hey, how, how are you? You're going to know how I'm doing. Those are hitting so different these days because I'm like, you guys got to stop with the everyday, hey, how are you? Because I'm not well. Right. I want this fucking baby out. Right. Excuse my language. 
it's also just like, even when, so how are you? Have you been? <laughs> if you're having to ask me that question, we clearly don't talk on a regular basis. And I don't feel like answering, like, first of all, I don't want to just, I think it's, it's safe to say question. no one is well, right? No, no one, one is well. well. And I hate it when people are like, <laughs> I've had better days. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm like, I don't need you to get into the life story. And I've been known to been like, so how are you? Have you been? Because it's a placeholder for a conversation. It's like, I don't know what to say to you, but I also don't really want to hear what you have to say to me. Yes. And also for some reason, in general, how are you? Whatever. But during these times, like pandemic, like hurricanes, New York City was flooded. Someone gets shot outside my door every day on the Citizen app. Like when people are like, how are you? I feel a duty. And this is awkward, by the way. This is like a curb your enthusiasm thing. I feel a duty to be like, I'm sorry. Like I feel a duty to give like that nod in agreement. Like we're not okay. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes. Or am I yes. something wrong with me? No. no. My favorite my favorite housewives line is, I'll tell you how I'm doing. Not well, bitch. And like, <laughs> that's just how Wait, I'm going to respond. Whose is that? Dorinda. Dorinda. <gasps> Dorinda. I, that yeah. was her thing? Oh, I'll tell you it how is I'm doing. Mean, not well, bitch. That's the new line. That's the like, new line. That is it. Like, how are you? Well... How much time do you have? Yeah. And like, by the way, like, it's the same thing. I did, I didn't, one of my first episodes um, with Regina Jashiko, who's a hilarious stand up comic, we talked about when people, this was before, like, this was in the dead of winter in New York City when, like, you couldn't go inside. There was no vaccinations. And people would be like, any fun plans for the weekend? Oh, stop. I know. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, have I, like, are you living like in uh, 2019? What are you talking about? No, I don't know. Okay, now things are opening, which I hate, by the you way. Because a lot of people feel this way. No, 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 I want things to be open. I want to be able to go to dinner. Like, I want the world to be back to normal. Mm-hmm. But what I did not miss is because things are pretty back to normal, the most, I mean, not really, but you know what I mean. What are you doing this weekend? That's a text. <laughs> That I don't want to receive you ever don't again. Ever want because to that makes me feel stressed that, oh shit, should I have plans? Like, am I supposed to be like reaching out to my friends? I like, I am extroverted as they come, but holy shit, I am one way or the other. Well, here, I will say this. I did, I feel that way about the summer. I have beef with the summer for that reason because people expect you to constantly have a 4th of July plan, a Memorial Day plan, a Labor Day. What are you doing for what Labor are you Day? Doing for Labor, Day? Labor Day? Like, I don't know. What like, is it for? Do you know what I'm going to do? Nothing. That's what I, like, I want to normalize saying nothing. I'm doing nothing. Sitting on my couch. I'm not going out east. I'm not going to Florida. I don't want to do any of that. I'm really stressed about having this baby because I'm not going to lie to you. My husband and I have very much enjoyed blaming this situation oh, for yeah. the last nine months. And um, I'm going to really miss, you know, you're gonna me miss, being You're like, going to miss the pregnancy. I know because now, now that the world is like opening and even though there's all these variants killing us off, there is like an understanding that, but that's the nice thing. Like I, all the events that I've gotten invited to, there is a little disclaimer and it's like, we understand if you don't feel comfortable. Let's normalize that. Let's for the normalize rest of that lives. even not for COVID, just for Is social anxiety. Oh no. <laughs> I no, totally. I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? I actually, I haven't been feeling well and I don't want to just, you know, just in case. Just in case. Just in, I'm like to my husband, I'm like, listen, Eventually, 
you can't be blaming me for all these things you don't want to go do. He's going to have to do the just in case. You're going (laughs) to tell him, take it, tell him to take it and make it his. Yes. Just in case, you know, I just, I just to be safe, just Um, to be safe. Or there was an exposure that I saw on television. I had nothing to do with it. But like, I was going to say, I was personally sitting in my family room, but you know, what are we going to do when we can't blame that? I want to talk about Ubers for a second because Natalie, you're in New York. I'm in New York. Sarah's in Texas, but she used to live in LA. There is such a stark difference between Ubers in New York versus Ubers everywhere else. And I'm going to tell you what I mean. In New York, it's expected that you get in the car and nobody talks to each other. You just get in. You're like, Jenna, yeah. Hi, how are you? Boom. We're, we're on our way. I hope. I didn't even, I don't even ask that. It's a gamble every time. When I go to LA, I need to listen to their demo tape. I I know. Have a full conversation about their entire acting career. Yep. I need to, I've literally, I went to Kentucky. Same thing. The Uber driver wanted, I'm surprised we didn't have dinner at some point in the ride. Like I'm surprised we didn't go to a drive-thru. There was, now I, this is not against Uber drivers, taxi drivers, I respect it. I love you guys. I couldn't live without you guys. But I am a New Yorker where it's a given that we don't talk to people. I don't want to talk to you in the elevator. I don't want to talk to you in a car. Let me have my moment of silence. I couldn't agree more. And I am a Texan. So for me to be that is inter- every- not normal that I'm so closed off and don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. But I was going to say that is the difference because when you get picked up at LAX, he is an Uber driver, but he moonlights at the, you know, the Roxy or he's an <laughs> actor and he's going to get his big, you know, he's studying his lines. I've had a driver literally have his lines out while he's driving me on the 405. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, he's like, can you read them with me? I, absolutely. Listen, Richard, that it's would not be happening. A 10, by the way. Yes. Like, that, now he's like, I'd be so into that. To be run lines with them. I would love this. But yes, you are, you completely, and maybe it's because like, I don't know if this is true in New York, but like, do cab drivers also do Uber? No, it, no it's Uber very is a taxi. Um, they hate each other. Because I was going to say maybe because like, I mean, in New York, you know, driving is like a career. Yeah. You know, it is in LA, they're all just doing it because they don't want to go you know, yeah. At Earth Cafe, they'd rather study their lines in the car. By the way, Jenna, maybe I've not seen a taxi. So there's not many taxis and Uber's prices have gone up tenfold. No shit. So I don't, I like refuse right now. I just refuse. And taxis, because taxis remained at the same price, but there are less of them. Um, Uber is literally like now $40 to go four blocks. I, I'm so wow. confused by it. Mm-hmm. Um, but taxi drivers, God bless. I grew up on taxi drivers. They yeah. get in the car. They will curse you out. They don't care. They're busy on the phone. They're, they're not hanging up the phone. They don't even Never. care. By the way, do you know, I, I had a taxi driver like two months ago yell at me. I was going down to the South Street Seaport to a restaurant. I didn't like ways him. I just figured, because I'm used to like Ubers. They just like Oh, you've got a ways. So... I- 
we get down there and I'm like, this seems like far. We're now at the ferry. I was like, where is sir? Like, hi, like, I think we passed. And he's like, you didn't tell me. And I was like, tell, like, I didn't realize I was like the navigator. Like I, I didn't realize I was in charge of the GBS. So I love, like they're aggressive and I kind of love, it makes me feel like home. Like it makes me feel. I, I get that. I love that. But it also, I'm too much of a chicken where it's like, if somebody's in the driver's seat and I'm in the back and it's a man, I'm like, please don't murder me. Just drop me off. I'll be polite. I can't. This is not how I go. Oh, interesting. I never think about murder. Right. Every single time I walk my dog, I've got like a little button where I press it and it goes like, ah, ah, where are you from? St. Louis. I think that has to do with it. Like I was raised in the crack era of New York City. What I will say is I grew up when the city was bad. Like we're we're talking like Dinkins. Like it was bad. So I'm a little street tough. I want to talk about group text before we go also, because that's a topic I haven't covered. I hate a group text. Yes. I immediately mute it. Sometimes I've I've left the chat. I have also. Sarah's left the chat. I... Well, here's the thing. I can't keep up. I can't keep up with a group chat. I was once on a Galentine's Day. A mother in my son's school started a Galentine's Day. Yeah. (laughs) That would involve me making mom friends, which I probably won't. I am in a family group chat. That makes sense. Yeah, that one makes sense to me. Ten different family group chats is the problem. Right, because one like has your cousin, one the cousin's not in, one your aunt is in, one your aunt's not in. Like it's a whole. It's like there's so many versions. No, I just the the family group chats are where I really. Bobby has sixty five first cousins. His mom is one of eleven. His dad is one of nine. Are you on group chats with them? I'm in their family chat, but then they have a separate cousins. I would have oh, to like you're in change my identity if I was in a group chat with 65 cousins. I, I oh, no, no, also. no, no. That's not a thing. They're not all together, but they're, they do have like a cousin's group chat. <sighs> it's a lot to keep up with. I don't think we need it. I'd like we don't need it. I just want, it's like FaceTime here or nothing. Ladies, when we hang up here, if you ever need to reach me, just friggin' face. face I will. I um, love that. I, <sighs> you, you shouldn't have said that to me. No, I, I shouldn't. She I, will. I am a FaceTime bomber. Like I literally will just. I have no shame. I have I no shame. Like someone I barely know, I'll just be walking down the street if I have to reach them. And I'm just like, I'm going to FaceTime yeah. them because yeah. I assume they want to see my face. I hate it when I get a resi notification saying that I'm due at the restaurant 30 minutes. I'm well aware that I have a reservation. Please don't rush me out. I don't need that popping up on my phone. Like, relax. Trust me, I'm not going to... I don't want to pay the $50 a head. Like, I would have canceled it. I'm very... Right. Except for that time when you don't forget... When you forget to cancel it. Yeah, yeah. That is when I drop the, I might have been exposed. (laughs) No, but can I tell you those alerts about like you have a reservation in 30 minutes, they are for some reason the tone is very judgy. Like an amber alert. It's it's like an amber alert. And it's like they don't have faith in you that you're going to make it. Or CVS, I got a text from them. 
You've been, Natalie, you've been so good at picking up your prescriptions in time. We will hold this for two more days. Swear on my no. life, I have a screenshot. Wait a second. There's a cast system of prescription picking up at CVS. Wow. And you got Who's writing that? I want to fucking talk to you. Who's you got writing? a promotion? Mm-hmm. I do know CVS, you have like a window, a 24-hour window to pick up your medicine. Wait till you start getting those texts. I never did, which means, but there's so many times we're like, oh, we put it back. I'm like, you put it back? Well, then go get it. Why are you like, going to give me you 15 put it minutes? Back? Like, it's been it's literally 24 hours. Like, I had to come home from the doctor's appointment. Like, what do you mean? Oh, yeah, I'm sick. I need my medicine. That's hilarious. Meanwhile, I can't believe we're out of time. Before I let you go, tell everyone how they can find you, stalk you, be a part of your life and just become you. Sarah Gretzky on Instagram. Follow us at The Nut Chicks. Subscribe to us at The Nut Chicks on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. I'm at Natty Buck, N-A-T-T-I-E. Don't ever call me N-A-T-T-Y. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for tuning in to Social Studies with Jenna Kingsley. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stalk me, you can do that on Instagram at Jenna Kingsley. You can visit my website, jennakingsley.com. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Jenna Kingsley. If you have a topic you think we should cover, you can slide into the DMs or send me an email. Have a great week and I will speak to you guys soon. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.